God wants to increase his level of glory in us. When someone turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. When we, when we look in the mirror, we should see the character of Christ in us, right? God says, I just need one person that comes in agreement with my word that goes, wow, Lord, if you're saying that I'm so supposed to, I'm supposed to behold as in, a, as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, I'm supposed to reflect your glory, so then teach me, because when I look in the mirror, I want to see the glory of God being reflected. So 2 Corinthians chapter 3, I haven't told you which verse yet on purpose. Now the Lord is the Spirit. Now the Lord is. Say the Lord is. The Spirit. Now. Now the Lord is. The Spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Let's look at verses 17 and 18. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 and 18 says, Now the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Liberty is freedom. And then verse 18, But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord we are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord thank you Jesus thank you for your word thank you for the reading of your word thank you for the preaching and the teaching of your word father as I yield myself to you I thank you that it will be the Holy Spirit fully completely 100% that is speaking out of me I thank you Lord God that every ear will hear exactly what you have them to hear every heart will understand and respond appropriately Lord God because you are taking us from glory to glory from strength to strength from victory to victory you are Lord God causing us to rise and shine because Lord our light is coming you are the light the light of Christ living on the inside of us so I thank you for your liberty I thank you Lord God that you have set us free the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty liberty amen, amen. liberty I said liberty is freedom right liberty is freedom it's not just freedom liberty is one who has ceased to being a slave you're not a slave anymore you're not a slave to unrighteous works and and deeds of unrighteousness right slaves to Christ but that's because we're bond servants we've chosen we've chosen so we're not bound by obligation say I'm free I'm not bound by obligation I walk in Liberty I walk in Liberty because whom the Sun sets free is free indeed I walk in Liberty so John 8, 36, I'll just tell you, you don't have to turn there. It says, if the Son makes you free, sets you free, makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Right? Okay? So true liberty is living as we should and not as we please. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say that again. True liberty is living as we should, according to the Word of God, because our hearts have been stirred. It's living as we should, not as we please. We want to live as we should, and when the should within you becomes a I must, I have to, then you know the work of Christ has really been done on the inside of you because now you hunger and thirst for righteousness. Now your desire is, Lord, did I please you? Not because, oh, I need to have this tally mark. I need to get, no, 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 because you love him and because you know he loves you and because you know that you walk with your creator and you, you just want to please him, right? So, True liberty is living as we should, not as we please. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, He will help you live as you should and not 
as you please. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom. Freedom. Liberty. Why? Because of what you carry. And it's defined. It's defined in this very next verse, verse 18. So why? Why is she making such a point about this, about this liberty, about walking in freedom? Why is she making such a point about this? Because of what you carry. And you carry and you reflect the beautiful glory of God. You carry and you reflect the beautiful glory of God. I'm going to read verse 18 again. Read it with me. Verse 18. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, same image, say same image, Turn to your neighbor and say, you're being transformed into the same image, the same image of Christ, right? From glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so that means with an ever-increasing glory, we are reflecting what we behold. With an ever-increasing glory. That means the glory isn't just for a little bit, just for a little while, but it's ever-increasing in you. So there was a few phrases that we just read in verse 18. There was about four phrases. We're going to look more carefully at those four phrases because I really want you to understand those four phrases. Are we ready? The first phrase was, but we all with unveiled face. Okay. But we all with unveiled face. What does that mean? It means that the veil was removed. The veil has been removed, church. We all with unveiled face. Jesus has removed the veil of sin from us. We have to think about these things. We have to think about 2 Corinthians 3.16. Just jump up a couple of verses and, and it'll be proven to you right there. Look at verse 16. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, what, what is taken away? The veil is taken away. Read it again. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord. When someone turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. That's why in verse 18, it says, but we all with unveiled face. Because the Lord has removed that veil from us. You see now what you didn't see before. Before you were saved you didn't see the things you see now. You look at the world, the unsaved world, and they don't understand you because they can't see what you see because there's still a veil over them. There's still a veil. There's still a darkness. There, there's, still, there, there's still a cloud. There, there's still this confusion. There, there's still this, this veil that they can't see clearly. So that's a good key for us when we want to pray for someone that's not saved, Lord, remove the veil. Pray, Lord, remove the veil. Kind of like scales, right? Kind of like scales on their eyes, even on their hearts. Remove the scales. Remove the veil from their eyes, from their hearts. Amen? So, but we all with unveiled face. So that's us. We have, the veil has been removed. We just, we just proved it to you by looking at verse 16. Right? Because when we came to the Lord, that veil was removed. Let's look at the next 
phrase in verse 18. It says, beholding as in a mirror. Beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Let's think about that right now. The glory of Jesus is being reflected on us, in our face, off of us, right? The glory of the Lord is being reflected off of our faces like a mirror. This is exactly how we are to live with an understanding that his glory, he wants to shine his glory through us. When you understand that, you don't walk around with a frown. When you understand that, you realize, my goodness, Lord, it is the glory of heaven that you said in your word is being reflected as in a mirror. It's his glory being reflected reflected off of you. So you've seen darkness on people. You've seen emptiness on people, right? There is no glory because the veil is still there. They can't reflect the glory of the Lord. They think you're a little cuckoo. They think you're a little whacked because you have a joy that doesn't make any sense. You, to them, it makes full sense to us, right? It makes complete sense to us, but to them, it doesn't make sense, right? So the lost, okay, they're dead, but they're, yet, but they're still alive, right? The lost are dead, spiritually dead. The lost are spiritually dead. When we received Jesus, we became spiritually alive. When we received Jesus, we didn't just become spiritually alive. The veil was removed, right? We know that Jesus, by his death and his resurrection, tore that veil. It has no place in your lives anymore. So we're not to walk in darkness, we're not to walk in confusion. We're to walk in the light. We're to walk reflecting the glory of God. We're to carry it and we're to reflect what we carry. We carry it, but we got to reflect it, right? So when we look, when we, when we look in the mirror, we should see the character of Christ in us. When you look in the mirror, you should see the character of Christ in you. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Galatians 5. 22 and 23 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, which means patience, kindness and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I'm going to read it again. But the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit is, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is the fruit. This is the fruit that we have access to and that we should be bearing, right? Because the veil has been removed. Say, the veil has been removed off of me. So I now walk in the glory of God. I'm beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. You are beholding. You are beholding. You are beholding. What your eyes are set upon, you are now beholding that glory, the glory of the Lord. Listen, if it was somebody else's glory, okay, that we could make sense of that. But it's not a person's glory. It is the glory of the Lord, and it is an incredible revelation. It is an incredible truth, one that we need to really dig deep in, one that we really need to understand more and more and more. Because if God is saying, I am literally releasing my glory through you, we know he doesn't share his glory with anybody. There's a different kind of glory that I'm referring to. I'm saying you're shining bright for Jesus like Jesus. The glory goes unto him. The praise goes unto him. He's the one that we exalt. But you're the one they see. You're the one they see. They don't see necessarily. They don't see him. They see you. 
So if they see us, and God has given us his glory, that we would shine forth, that we would give him all the glory. We would give it all back to him, the praise and the honor, right? We would give it all back unto him. But when they see you, they see the glory on you, but it's the glory of God. It's the glory of God. So the church needs to have a revelation of how to really walk like this because unfortunately, it's not normal to see the glory of God on Christians. It is normal, unfortunately, to see flesh, competition, strife, fear, worry, jealousies, self-promotions, self-exaltations, all of this, and many, many more. That is normal, isn't it? You guys, that can't be. Like, that has to stop, right? God says, I just need one person that comes in agreement with my word, that goes, wow, Lord, if you're saying that I'm so supposed to, I'm supposed to behold as in, a, as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, I'm supposed to reflect your glory, so then teach me. Teach me what I need to learn, what I need to change. Mindset. Change my mindset. Change whatever in my heart that needs to be changed. But we sing about it. We, we, we pray about it. We want to be radical for you, Jesus. We want to be radical. Well... That means we have to deny ourselves. Deny ourselves, pick up your cross and follow after him, right? So there's a denying of self that has to happen. Amen. amen. I'm going to amen myself. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. I'm going to amen myself because I believe the word of God is true, every word of it. I believe that when I come in agreement with this word, then I know that I'm going to have a fulfillment of that which God has already promised. So they should see compassion. They, sh they should see mercy. They, they should see that peace, that joy, the fruits of the Spirit that I just read to you. They should see the love of God. But you know that's a choice. That's a choice for us, and we can make the right choice. Amen? Let's look at the next phrase. The next phrase in this portion of Scripture here is being transformed into the same image. I love that because we're not being transformed into, into somebody else's image. We're being transformed into the same image, into the same image of Jesus Christ. Think about that. Sinless, perfect Lamb of God. He was sinless. We are not. But we're being transformed into what kind of image? The same image. The same image. Wow, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You know, you look like Jesus. You look like, you should be looking like, G we look like Jesus. That's the word of the Lord, isn't it not? Did I just read that we're being transformed into the same? Same. Same image. So because we are going from glory to glory, next phrase. Because we are going from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord. That's why we are being transformed into the same image. Because we're literally going from one level of glory to another level of glory. God wants to increase his level of glory in us. He wants to increase what we are, what, what we're capable of beholding and walking in. So we just saw, I, I don't know, five, six people get healed with, of knee injuries and knee pain, right? Today. We just, that's what was testified today, five or six people, right? God wants to increase the glory. 
He wants to increase the glory in the form of healing. He wants to increase the glory in the form of your own personal victories. He wants to increase the glory. He wants to increase the joy that you are walking in. And it's, I just read, because we are going from what? Glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. Because of the Spirit of the Lord, we now walk in liberty. We walk in freedom. So if we walk in freedom, what is holding you back? Right? So what's holding us back? But these things that sometimes are unidentified, we don't, we don't consciously identify them sometimes. But we get into, into roach. We kind of get into this repetitive uh, mindset. And we don't stop enough to think about what is holding us back from really walking in the fullness of God's glory. But, you know, I look at this as the banqueting table. I look at this promise. It's just two. Well, it's one. It's two verses, 17 and 18. And I see it like a banqueting table that God has promised us, right? And so if we're not currently really walking in glory to glory, we don't see on a daily basis the glory of God in our lives, the joy of the Lord just exuding and increasing. Remember, it's increasing. If we don't see that increase on a daily basis, then we must ask the Lord, show me the areas that I'm shortchanging the promises of God. Because the last time I looked, the promises of God are yes and amen. Right? They're yes and amen in Christ, okay? So we get to, day by day, be brilliant for Jesus. The glory of God is the beautiful light of Christ. It's his brilliance, right? It's just his. So we get to be brilliant, like shining bright for Jesus, no matter what. No matter what comes across. No matter what, no matter what is going on in your life. No matter what. Say no matter what. I'm going to let the brilliancy of Christ shine through me. The glory of Christ shine through me. His radiance shine through me. Thank you, Lord God. Don't let anyone rob you of that glory. Don't let anyone rob you of that peace. Don't let anyone rob you of his joy. Don't let anyone rob you of the fact that your identity is found in him. Your identity. You've been bought with a price. The blood of Jesus. And he says he doesn't share his glory, meaning the praise. But yet he has shared the image, same image, the image of Christ, that we would reflect him, that we would also turn it around and give him back the praise. So don't let anyone rob you from the glory that you carry in him. And you know, the times that you feel it the least is the times that you need to press into it the most. Okay? And you go, I don't know, I don't really. The times that you feel that when you're going through a hard situation, a difficult time, that's when you need to remember, I'm being shortchanged right now and I'm not going to let it. Don't let any situation, don't let any person rob you of this gift of God's beautiful glory, his radiance upon you. Don't let it wane. Some people let it wane. They get used to. Let it, they let it become commonplace. No, uh-uh. Don't let it wane protect it. Do you protect the things that you know are important? We are to protect this. Right now, let any veil come off of you in the name of Jesus. If there's any veil, any, any tiredness, just any fatigue, let it come off of them right now in the name of Jesus. It's as simple as that, church. You pray that over yourself. Any veil that tries to come over me, I command it to come off. Any tiredness, any spirit, of, any deaf and dumb spirit fatigue goes now in the name of Jesus. Because 2 Corinthians 4, 7 says this. 
but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Let him radiate through you. Let the glory of God radiate through you. We have this treasure within our bodies. It says in earthen vessels. Earthen vessels. We have this treasure. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. You have a treasure. The treasure in your body. Earthen vessels. And it's the excellency of the power may be of God. It's not your power. It's his power. It's not your glory. It's his glory. It's not your praise. It's his praise. But he wants you to reflect him so that you draw all people unto him. Amen? We just sang and prayed for two, over two hours that we want to really press into the heart of God. This is part of how you do it. Let that living word come in and out of you. Amen? So the glory is what you're cloaked in. Sometimes if you see it, like a, a visual picture, if you see it, then you can relate to it a little bit more, right? But you're cloaked in this. He has cloaked you in, in, in garments and in robes of righteousness. Well, those are his, his nature, same image. So you're, you're, his glory is what you are cloaked in or clothed in. Right? It's his honor that you're clothed in. Wow, I'm telling you, you will get a 100% eye opener when you go, wait a minute. Like, this is my identity. God, in a world that we have people with confused identities and craziness, right? Just all manner of craziness to where you can't even believe people believe this stuff, right? And so, but when we think about, my goodness, this is the, we get to, we're, we're clothed with his honor. That's identity. You're clothed with the honor of God. How would you walk when you really realize you're clothed with the honor of God? You're clothed. How would you walk? Well, probably differently than you were walking yesterday. What I'm trying to do is raise the bar. What I'm trying to do is help all of us to understand this beautiful gift of us walking in the glory of God. Because glory can be defined in many different ways. It can be defined in many different ways. But right now, I'm referring to the glory which is representative of Jesus Christ, which is whom we walk with and who lives on the inside of us that we are to reflect. That's what I'm referring to right now. So his glory is what we're cloaked, we're clothed in, we're cloaked in. His honor is what we're clothed in. His power, we're clothed in his power. You're not powerless. We are not powerless. We are filled with the power of the Most High God. And that's who we are. Our, our identity is His, right? So we worship Him. We love Him. You resemble your Father. Your Heavenly Father, that is. You resemble your Heavenly Father. That makes me smile. That makes me happy. Nothing else in all of creation has been given that same ability, church. But we resemble our heavenly father. Yeah, we're made in his image, in his, in his, in his image and his likeness. So we're not going to let anyone have that power over us where we come under a spell or under a yoke. Especially in this coming week as we, as we just got done praying, right? And this coming week as we celebrate with family and friends, don't let any, because, you know, you get to a gathering and you got all kinds of critters. 
You got all kinds of demon spirits floating around. It is not a, it's not all the Holy Spirit. Yeah, their spirits are right. They're just not all holy, right? And so if you're not on guard, what happens to, hey, I'm a child of the Most High God. I'm strong in him and the power of his might. I'm clothed with the glory of God. I'm cloaked in his righteousness. If you're not focused, what happens is, is this slow, dulling, kind of dumbing down. And don't you tell me that doesn't happen to you because it happens to everybody unless they're alert and attentive. Well, this message came at the right time so that you can be alert and attentive, right? So we're going to take the high road. We are not going to, we're not going to let anyone steal our peace, but we're going to hold on to our peace. Amen. We're going to reflect his glory. We're going to give honor to the Lord our God, and we're going to watch him move. We're going to watch him move on our behalf. We just watched the Lord move. We just watched the Lord. We just watched as we prayed, we saw, and we prayed for the angelic realm, which is here. Do you know there are more angels in here than you? In any church, in any service, when they're really ushering in the presence of God, there are more angels than people. Well, don't you remember the story of Elisha when, when he was praying and his servant was like, oh, my gosh, there's like an army around us and we're going to die, Right? They're surrounding us. We're going to die, right? And, and Elisha said, no. He says, prayed, Lord, let my servant, open up the servant's eyes that he would see the army of God. And it was so big, so vast, much, much bigger than the army of the enemy. So when we prayed and we prayed and we said, Lord, the angels of heaven that are all circulating in this place. And when we pray the word, we're going, the angel has to obey Right? They have to obey. They have to go and do that word. And then what happened? Exactly that. We had testimony after testimony after testimony. That was just what just happened here. And that was also just what was testified of. But don't you know that what just took place here, even online, that which just took place, you're going to now also see the results of this because God is faithful to his word, but also because you're living in his glory. You're living in the glory of God. So to me, that gets me excited because I know that I get to behold him as in a mirror. When I look at the mirror, I'm going to see the glory of God. When I look at the mirror, I see the reflection of God. That's what you need to train yourself. Train yourself. If you don't, if that's not, if you can't really genuinely, honestly say that at this point in time, then you need to say, Lord, teach me. Because when I look in the mirror, I want to see the glory of God being reflected off of my face. Because you can't give out something that you don't, you don't own, you don't walk in, right? If you don't own this truth, you're not walking in this truth, then you can't give it out. You can't go and share that love. You can't go and share the heart of God with individuals, even though you may want to. Not at least to its fullest extent, right? And so that's what we need to be. Lord, teach me to see myself as you see me, that I would walk in the manner that you have called me to walk in, not how I might be feeling. Okay. Father, we thank you that your word teaches us. Lord, we thank you that your word instructs us. And if we just have ears to hear, if we just would have eyes to see, if we would just be submitted, yes, Lord God, we would see that we are full of bold, confident faith because that's what you've deposited on the inside of us.
Lord, you've deposited that on the inside of us. So there really is no weapon formed against us that can prosper. But we choose today to lay down anything within us that would be resistant to your Holy Spirit. That is key. We choose today to lay it down.